I don't believe in rebranding. Unless you close up shop and start a 100% new and different business, you are not rebranding. You're just refreshing your brand. A brand comes from a place deeper than the logo, the colors, the imagery, the tagline. It comes from the purpose the business was started to begin with, the solution it offers to the audience it serves, and the drive that the founder had to start the business in the beginning. Imagine how your life and business would look if both were aligned with your purpose. You would find clarity and confidence in decision-making, set boundaries to keep you focused, and take intentional actions which move you closer to achieving personal and professional goals. Your host, Amy Austin, is a successful entrepreneur, coach, speaker, and brand strategist. With marketing and branding experience spanning over 20 years for service industries, such as healthcare, software, and entertainment, Amy guides you and your business towards uncovering your purpose and the true foundation of your brand and brings it to life in marketing strategies that educate, engage, and empower. The Pursuit of Purpose explores how to put your unique purpose to work, building an authentic and successful service-driven brand. Each week, Amy will bring you practical advice to help you live your life and grow your business with purpose. Welcome back to The Pursuit of Purpose. This is our first episode of 2020. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season and are ready to create an intentional and purpose-filled year. I know I have enjoyed the break that I took. We have had about three weeks off without podcast production. Not to say that I haven't been doing some work on the podcast in the background. I have. I've been thinking strategically about where I'm going to go with this and what type of topics I want to continue to focus on, making my ideal guest list, just really working on identifying new and different ways to provide more value to all of you who are listening. So with that, let's move on to the topic for this week. Several times over the last few weeks, And if I'm really being honest, over the duration of my entire career, I have seen businesses jump into implementing tactics that they think are going to solve their problems. Maybe that problem is visibility, or maybe it's not enough sales or not enough clients. But they think the road to solving that is building a website, shooting a video, or placing an ad. And then in a month, six weeks, or six months, whatever time frame they've decided is when they need to measure, they are still in the same place as they were before. The tactic didn't work, and they're mad and frustrated. And then they start to think that marketing is worthless. So they do what they've always done, keep with the status quo until they feel pinched again. And this time, rather than looking at tactics, they think it's time to rebrand. Obviously, the reason the ad, the website, or the video, or any other tactic that you may want to include here didn't work is because their branding is off. Wrong. I don't buy that. I don't believe in rebranding. Unless you close up shop and start a 100% new and different business, you are not rebranding. You're just refreshing your brand. A brand comes from a place deeper than the logo, the colors, the imagery, the tagline. 
It comes from the purpose the business was started to begin with, the solution it offers to the audience it serves, and the drive that the founder had to start the business in the beginning. So how do you avoid this tactical spiral? You create a solid foundation for your brand to begin with. But what does that mean? It means understanding who the business is first. Then, who does the business serve and how it serves them? And finally, it is the stories told about the business. And this is where those tactics really come into play because they are a means for sharing your stories, or as some might call them, your messages. By knowing who you are as a business, as well as who needs you and how they need you, knowing which tactics to use to engage with that audience through your stories becomes so much easier, as well as more effective and efficient, both in terms of cost and in your time. So let's break this down just a little bit further. Let's start with knowing who you are. This is the foundation of your brand. Think of it as the concrete footings to your dream house or the master score of the orchestra. Knowing who you are defines your mission and vision, your values, how you interact with your customers and your team, the implied promise you make to all who encounter your business, And it's what motivates your business to stay in its lane and grow. It's about understanding if your business represents a commodity or a premium service. How do you want your customers to know who you are? And what kinds of interactions do they need to have in order to meet the perception that you'd like them to have about you? I talked about this in a lot more depth in Episode 3, Understanding Why, and Episode 4, Branding is a Verb. The second thing you need to do is know who you serve and how you serve them. In some ways, this is about defining the same things that you've done for your business, only it's for your audience. Who are they? What do they look like? How old are they? Where do they live? Where do they work? What do they need? Why do they need it? What are their service expectations? How can you create an experience that is superior and more appealing than what they might receive from your competition? Who are they comparing you to? And how do they speak? I had a conversation with a client recently and he told me he felt he needed to be innovative. I challenged him to think about whether what he meant by that would be the same as what his clients would think when they heard the word innovative. I also shared with him what my first thought was when I heard the word and how it made me think he was starting to move away from his originally stated mission. When you use words that could have multiple meanings, make sure you are clear in what you mean as well as how your audience may perceive it and then work to bring them together. I'd encourage you to listen to episode six, Characterizing Your Brand, and episode seven, Who's Your Target Audience? for more on how to define and understand your audiences and how you serve them. And the third piece of this equation on being more strategic as opposed to just tactical is know your stories. I know I have shared my appreciation for the story brand framework before and how invaluable it is in defining the key elements of your brand story. As I've used it more and more with clients, 
I've realized there are so many stories that businesses tell that are rooted in the foundations of your brand. Some are directed at the audience they serve for transactional intentions. Some are directed to possible employees with the intention of recruiting new employees and retaining the ones they have. Some are for investors. Let's face it, businesses serve multiple audiences and constituencies. You need to be able to speak to all of them in some capacity. Earlier in December, I listened to an interview with Paul Smith about his book, The 10 Stories Great Leaders Tell, which is episode 255 on the Marketing Book Podcast. Here is his list. Number one, where we came from, a story about how your company or business was founded. Number two, why we can't stay there. This is a story to make the case for change. Number three, where we're going or a story that illustrates your vision for the future. Number four, how we're going to get there. This story outlines your strategy. Number five, what we believe or your corporate values. Number six, who we serve. This is about your customers. Number seven, what we do for our customers. So your sales story. Number eight, how are we different from our competition? He categorizes this as marketing, but again, that goes back to this idea of his definition of marketing versus my definition of marketing. I say all of these are marketing stories. Number nine, why I lead the way I do. This is your leadership philosophy story. And number 10, why should you want to work here? There's the recruitment story. Another way to look at story types comes from Chris Brogan of Story Leader. He outlined three categories of business stories. The first one is mission. These are designed to express and reinforce the mission of the organization. And he says that everyone on your team should know your master mission story. Related mission stories might focus on how the customer rarely knows what they need or want. So it's the team's job to anticipate this and speak to it. To do this, you need to be able to put yourself in the customer's shoes and view your business through their eyes. The second category of stories are belonging stories. And this reinforces that everyone in the organization belongs here and has a place. For example, these stories might start with a line like, we're the type of people who believe, and then you fill in the blank. These stories show pride in the work that's done, and they follow the mission story. And the third category are growth stories. And he says there are two primary types of growth stories. One builds on what we'd like to see more of in the organization and is aspirational. An example of that might be that a VP started as a custodian and rose up through the ranks to become the vice president. This speaks to the fact that they are willing to promote from within and support their staff's growth throughout the organization. The second type of story is one that course corrects and illustrates what to stay away from or what they won't support in the organization. The example he shared there 
is one of how an assembly line works from front to back, pointing out how one task relies on another to accomplish the bigger outcome. It reinforces that everyone's success depends on a commitment from all contributors, not just one person on the line. My reason for sharing these two ways to look at the stories told in businesses every day is to draw the connection back to the foundation. These stories come from knowing who you are, who you serve, and how you do it. Going back to the 10 stories business leaders must tell every one of them, except for number nine, the leadership philosophy story, can be developed through knowing your brand inside out the purpose it serves, and a deep understanding of the audience that you serve. The only reason I say number nine doesn't rely completely on those attributes of brand and your audience is because there will be some personal attributes that will influence the leadership philosophy of that particular story that will not factor into the rest. Unless, of course, the leader is the founder Knowing your brand and the stories you need to tell will drive where and how you tell these stories. This is where the tactics come back into play. Is video the best way to tell your story? Does it lend itself to engaging visuals? And what about advertising? Where does it make sense to place the ad and share this message? Is it on Google AdWords, TV, print ads, magazines, or within podcasts? And what will your audience be looking for when they come to your website? Do they use social media? If so, which one? To be strategic on selecting which tactics to use, you need to know, that's right, your brand, your audience, and then the story, that message that you want to share in order to select which one is going to serve the objective that you have defined. So when you feel your marketing isn't working, don't be quick to think it's time for a rebrand or that it just doesn't work. It may be that you need to go back to the foundation and make sure you have all your pieces in place before you start changing the decorations. So what can you expect in 2020 from the pursuit of purpose? Next week, we're going to dive into how we tell stories with Sarah Elkins. Sarah helps management teams improve their communications with peers and employees by creating customized communication improvement programs using storytelling as a foundation. During my conversation with Sarah, we talk about being clear on our purpose and how it can be perceived by others influences the way our stories are received and understood. And we talk about how understanding our strengths also shapes the way we communicate with each other. Another thing I'm going to be doing a little differently starting with this first episode of 2020, is I'm going to be adding a feature to the newsletter I send to subscribers each week. In addition to focusing on the weekly podcast topic and sharing links that I've referenced in the podcast, I'm going to start sharing key takeaways and action items from other podcasts, online courses, or industry news I've encountered over the week. 
This is not going to take the place of my favorites file. I'll still be doing those episodes each month. And as a reminder, I am hosting the Pursuit of Purpose retreat on January 23rd in Iowa City at the Iowa Writers House. Tickets are still available. I will put the link to that for more information about the retreat and how you can purchase tickets in the show notes. But if you are looking to put your purpose into words and really leverage it in developing both your personal and business brands, this retreat is the perfect place to start. We all have a purpose in us, but oftentimes we haven't put words to it. And by putting words around your purpose, it becomes more real and provides a deeper level of clarity. So I encourage you to think about that. I'd love to have you. And like I said, I'll put the link to information about getting tickets in the show notes. And if you would like to subscribe to my newsletter, I'll add a link to the show notes, or you can go to www.amyaustinmarketing.com backslash podcast hyphen invitation to subscribe. That's www.amyaustinmarketing.com backslash podcast hyphen invitation. Cheers to 2020. Make it a year filled with purpose in your business, in your branding, and in your life. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. For show notes, links, and more, go to www.amyaustinmarketing.com. You can subscribe to the show and leave a rating review on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. 